0: Bye. Before we get started with the podcast, I just want to go ahead and shout out my bestie, Kiana. So first off, I don't know if you uh, if you guys have noticed, but we got a new profile picture, a new podcast image, and she so kindly made that for us in order to say congratulations on us, you know, getting this kicked off. So thank you so much, Kiana. We really love and appreciate you and this um, the work you put into making this image.
1: Yes, I'm so like when well, she's like, so y'all can look more official. I said, "Oh my god!" My gosh,
0: literally was crying tears. Literally, she reached out. She was Aww. like, do, y- "Do you have like a just like the normal picture?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I-, I just thought she was just trying to share our thing, and then like an hour later, she's like. Here you go, congratulations! I'm so proud of y'all, and I was literally over here just crying.
1: I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "She's so..." I was I was so thrown. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it looks it does look official. So thank you, Key. That's, uh thank you.
0: Yes, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. So, we we official now, y'all. We really official.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then let's go ahead and get started with this podcast. So, we are sipping on some neurodivergent tea. We're going to go and do a deep dive of, you know, what it is, what neurodivergency means and, you know, how we interact or how it's perceived in society. Uh, Before we get into that, you already know we have to do a catch-up. So, Kay, how are you doing, sis?
1: I'm doing well. So, so, so much has happened, like, these past two days alone have been an emotional—not so much emotional, but like semi-emotional, frustrating roller coaster with my car. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> my cousin's girlfriend was like, "You got bad luck with the car," and I'm like, "At this point, I'm feeling it." Because in the year, my car has been in the shop. This is the third time my car has been in the shop.
0: Third, all of
1: which, third, Oof. all of which have not been my fault. That this time, I possibly should have stayed inside the house. but still is not my fault but thankfully um this is like all by like god honestly because i don't have to pay for the repairs um beautiful because i took it back and well took it back to the place that it went long story short they put it under a warranty and i need to give this woman a a gift basket because she has been so real last time i couldn't afford to pay for my rental and she paid for my rental like she's like i'll cover it Whatever is, oh, do. wow. Yeah.
0: There, there's yes. good people in the world, okay?
1: And so she's the same person that still was like, you know, so she came back in like less than a year. We'll just do it under warranty repair. I said, excuse me.
0: Oh, wow. I need to get her a
1: basket or something. Yes. That, like, I cannot thank her enough. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get her a basket when I pick up my car.
0: Look. I'm gonna send a basket too cause I know it's been stressful girl that's great there are kind and genuine people in the world I'm so glad that you were able to like you know for her to come into your life and do that for you
1: that's the second time actually in my life that that's happened I'm just people there are some really kind and genuine people in the world and like when you think things can be so bad like people are just like yeah you know I don't need to be a part of your problem to make it worse so I'm going to try right. to create it as much as I can, which I am so grateful, because there are some wicked people in...
0: Wicked! So
1: people in the world. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, how is how are you? How have you been since last we spoke?
0: Uh, girl, life has been interesting. You know, um... <laughs> it's just well first off last update we were talking about my apartment moving in june Mm -hmm. that date has been pushed back unfortunately but you know it's all right it's all good you know everything happens for a reason exactly so possibly going to be moving in july now but either way i'm going to move just when Mm -hmm. it's going to happen it's you know it's kind of up in the air regardless me and my girls we are we have locked in on this place and we don't want to be anywhere else so we're gonna wait we will wait um so that's that and then you know just living life you know spending time with friends uh family um yeah like you know I went out this past weekend and that was fun Mm -hmm. you know um got to hang out with some old friends like the good old days and yeah really it we drank all day so that was kind of (laughs) cool
1: it's always the best when you like slowly just spread it out like that I think that's the type of drinker I want to be not just all at once taking shots at once Mm -hmm. I like to take three shots here get a drink or two or three drinks there and take like six shots later and then get like (laughs) six shots
0: later (laughs) (laughs) but yes exactly and so um a lot of fun and I also you know I'm a book connoisseur so I bought some more books that you know I don't really have shelf space for them but you know I'm gonna make something work. That so be a
1: bigger shelf girl. That's 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 gonna, you know what that's gonna be your first housewarming thing. Just Ooh. get a bigger shelf.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, other than that, life is great. I got a couple of trips planned out, like I said beforehand. I'm really excited for our trip. Yes. So yes. you know I'm gonna I have just... to be working a little overtime, but you know it's okay. I'm gonna go
1: felt felt I completely understand because yeah response responsibilities but you know the point is for us to do both like have a duality to it
0: exactly um oh my God. but
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. but yeah girl so let's go ahead and dive into this newer divergent tea and give y'all the tea on it and whatnot so first question that you guys may think is What is neurodivergent, right? And so I'm going to give y'all the textbook definition. So being neurodivergent means you're differing in mental or neurological function from what is considered typical or normal, uh, frequently used uh, within reference to, like, um, the autistic spectrum disorders. So you're not neurotypical, right? Um, And Kay, do you want to explain what neurotypical is?
1: Yeah, so... I just know like people haven't seen this all over, especially TikTok, just like, Mm -hmm. anyways, but so neurotypical now is that people whose brain functions and processes, whose brain functions and processes in a way that is considered typical, quote unquote, or Mm -hmm. in line with the majority of the population. So examples would be um, being able to be socially interactive with like understanding social cues, jokes, um, facial expressions, body languages, things like that. being able to just pick up on that naturally and without having to put much effort into that.
0: Right. And so I'm glad you mentioned TikTok with the rise of TikTok, honestly, social media in general, <laughs> y'all, I'm just like, yo, I don't think, I don't think I'm neurotypical, you know, I was <laughs> like, wait, cause you know, you watch the TikTok or you're on, you're on Instagram or you're on Twitter and people are listing out all these things that relate to being neurodivergent. I was like, you know, it's a it's a spot it's a pause more or like you know, a scratch, the DJ scratch. I'm like, wait, yeah, I do mm. that. <laughs> I've I do that, or wait, I do that. And and here's the thing though, like, you know, with some of these things, newer, neurotypical people do it too, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you're neurodivergent, but you know, for me, it was a lot of things. I was like, okay, yeah. this is getting a little what what are you trying to tell me, internet? Oh. <laughs>
1: Like, for me, it got to a point, because, like, I was always joking about it. Like, from the time I was in eighth grade, I was like, oh, like, I'm sure I have ADHD. Because at this point, (laughs) the way everything goes down, and then with TikTok, like, it's really what led me to want to get tested, because everything, it was like, yep, yep, I was 10 for 10. And then my high school best friend was like, I have ADHD. And so yes you have ADHD I said okay all right <laughs> oh, she's like duh of course like you didn't know that no I didn't think I did she's like yes you do I have it I know you have it okay
0: <laughs> yeah it's wild because like and especially because and I mean we're, we'll dig dive into some more but because we are like girls and it presents differently Mm -hmm. and also because we are black it presents differently especially in black women like presents differently i just remember like going to school and you know the people who did have adhd and like you knew about it those were like the white boys you know Mm -hmm. that you know it was very clear that they had adhd um and more times it was boys i don't remember ever seeing like a girl and like you know or any of my peers ever like you know oh, she has ADHD or anything like that. There's always, like, you know, a boy thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But, like, um, can you tell us, Kehlani, what are, like, the most common um, diagnosed, like, neurodivergent, I guess, diagnoses?
1: So, there's, like, a broad spectrum. Like, very broad. So, like, um, but, yeah, so, uh, the types are, there's a lot, there are a lot, but I'm just going to name a few. Um, So, there's, Autism, as we mentioned, ADHD and ADD, um, dyslexia, um, and dyscalculia. Which I was actually for those who don't know, it's just where it um, you you get your numbers and math sense kind of get confused. And mm. I actually pointed out that I had a student last year that might have had it, and they told me that I don't have the grounds to say that. But oh, <laughs> I was like, wow. yeah, she's in fifth grade, and she's struggling with addition. Well, she's struggling with subtraction. Mm -hmm. and so like she gets addition, like it goes one way but then having it go the other way she just can't it doesn't make sense to her Mm -hmm. and I was like this is what she's got and they're like you don't have the authority to do that which I mean I get but I'm bringing it to you and they didn't want to test her and it was so sad she's a black it was a black little girl they didn't want to test her
0: Man, and this is how Um, you just like you know set them what's the word leave them at a disadvantage
1: right but, um, and then the least common of the, um, of the spectrum is um, OCD, stammering, Tourette's, um, epilepsy. And then they also included depression, uh, PTSD, BPD, and anxiety in that um, because of the, the effects that those mental illnesses have on the brain. And it does cause those individuals that are affected with them. Mm -hmm. Um, to process things differently than a normal person, quote-unquote.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And don't worry, y'all, we got you. We're going to (laughs) list all the diagnoses and whatnot in the show notes, so make sure you go check that after the fact, or even now, you know, but we're going to have that listed out for y'all. And so, we also got some numbers for you, and so, go ahead, Kelan, throw these numbers at the people.
1: (laughs) So, um, according to, I did a little, like, a deep dive, just researching because I just was curious mm-hmm. um, and I know y'all are curious so I just wanted to give y'all that information um, but according to adhdaware.org.uk 15 to 20 of the world's population is newer diverse which I feel like is not correct
0: <laughs> me neither that sounds like a really small number a
1: very small number <laughs> I think there's a lot more than that <laughs> um, and then uh, just kind of going into diagnoses which I guess this is that's based on the percentage that's of those that are diagnosed mm-hmm. so um white children are 19 percent more likely to be diagnosed with autism and uh, 36 sorry 73 percent more likely to be diagnosed with adhd um than black children and 65 percent more likely um with autism compared to hispanic children and 56 i'm uh, sorry His parents are 56% less likely to be diagnosed with ADHD compared to their white child counterparts. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I just feel like all those numbers are wrong.
0: Yeah, I feel like those (laughs) numbers are are a lot larger. But it also makes sense, like, why these numbers are the same. Because, you know, it's a very small, you know, sample size. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's stigma. There's a negative stigma with having, like, you know, being neurodivergent and having mental disorders and whatnot Mm -hmm. so I I get it it sucks but I get it
1: and like speaking on that like I had to actually convince my mom like when I told her why I wanted to get tested because I have with my family I have this history of being a quote-unquote hypochondriac which I get which is a a good thing I'm going into the health field (laughs) because it calms my anxiety Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it was like I said like it started off as a joke at first and then it was like yeah no it's getting to a point where it's interfering with my daily function mm-hmm. and i just not want to seek other avenues so i was telling her about that and she was like you da, da, da. but when i listened to her the symptoms in girls she was like yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah everything's yeah, yeah, clicking yeah. everything's making sense now
1: <laughs> she's like yeah 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 she's like but i want you to get drugs i'm like i don't i'm not seeking to go on medic- medicine, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking for other avenues of how to navigate. And if I do need to be on medicine to do so, then yes, but that's not my main reason for going. It's just right. Cause I need to know.
0: Exactly. So you can make better sense of like why you do the things that you do. Yes. Man. But okay, let's go ahead and start discussing, you know, our personal right. experiences, you know, how society perceives it and whatnot. And so what do you think about all these different types?
1: Like I said, um, and y'all will see in the show notes, there are a lot. Like mm-hmm. I went on like, three different sites that were just listing, just kept adding to the list. There are a lot. Like they call it a spectrum for a reason <laughs> because it's so like it, it spans across so many different neurodiverse um like I call, I like to call them abilities. I don't like to say disabilities because it's not a disadvantage. You're just different, um, but just this spans across that. And so, looking at all the different types, it there are a lot that I do um, not a lot, but there are some that people can have. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I know I know it as comorbid, which just means that it's it they're together. I don't mm-hmm. know a non health term <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I've been in like health for so exit long exit buddies I guess yeah but like some <laughs> people can have ADHD and have depression mm-hmm. and have anxiety like they they go together and it's just like you're just you know messed up on both ends like not messed up but like it seems like you're screwed on both ends like where right. just, like you have this and you have that and then you have this and you have that and it's just like it gets to a point where it can get really, really overwhelming. It can get even like really, just really upsetting and frustrating when it seems like there's no help for how to function in a normal society and be able to perceive like social cues or be able to just, just be able to just not get that attention onto yourself. Nobody likes much attention on themselves. So to just function normally, it, it, Becomes
0: overwhelming. Um, but yeah, what about you? What do you think about looking at all the different types? Girl, man, like I, for me, growing up the way that I did, you know, being first off, you know, just black in general, right? Mm-hmm. And then being Nigerian, mm-hmm. mental disorders are not a thing, you know? Oh. And that's a commonality in like, you know, most black people and mm-hmm. ethnicities and cultures. And I remember like, my freshman year of college right for, for um it was the first time i've ever experienced depression right and i remember telling my mom like i'm depressed and you know she looked at me like i had two heads i'm just like right. she's like what's that <laughs> I was like,
1: and i'm just depressed like about I'll, what
0: exactly i'm just like bro i need help like and she's like help with what facial books you know like
1: you need to
0: depress <laughs> <man. clears throat> And then also going to college made me realize that I've had a deep-seated anxiety, like, bad, Mm -hmm. right? And it was, like, my friends, you and everybody else that helped me realize that, you know, you have anxiety, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what you talking about? You know, I'm fine, I'm fine. But, like, to see, like, everything, like, these types that you have listed out for us, I'm just like some of these are touching a little close to home, you know? Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, I didn't know Mm -hmm. this could have, this, you know, leads into being neurodivergent, you know, because there's, again, a negative stigma. So I'm glad that we are aware. that I personally have become aware of the different types because growing up, all you've heard of, like, you know, it's only ADHD or Mm -hmm. ADD and, like, OCD or something like that. And, you know is seeing that there is a very broad, large spectrum, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. helps, like, you know, kind of um, ease or put a calm in me that is just, like, because I I didn't feel like I fit into, like, either one Mm -hmm. of those categories growing up. So I'm just, like, if I didn't fit into any of these, then I don't have anything. So I should be fine. I should be able to handle life okay. But I've been struggling, you know? And one thing I want to say is that, like, especially with girls, is that I didn't realize I was masking.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And Mm -hmm. just
0: to explain masking is like what girls do, who do, who are neurodivergent. And basically, we are able to look at other people, look around us and whatnot, and able to mask all these like type of like, um, I guess you could say signals that will lead somebody to believe that you are neurodivergent. Mm-hmm. We are able to basically be a chameleon and blend into like, you know, society. Even though what we actually wanna do, we just stop ourselves and like, we like school or something like, we're not supposed to do that, you know? We're supposed to do this. And I didn't realize I was doing that on my life. And so now at my big age, I still kinda question, I'm just like, am I masking or am I actually doing this? You know? And it sucks.
1: So if I, if I may ask what, if you don't mind diving mm-hmm. into it, cause I would
0: like to share mine. What are some of your masks that you tend to do? Girl, oh my gosh. <laughs> At this point, I don't even know if I can really pinpoint it down. It's like, okay, when I'm in a space, like growing up, I've always said that I'm uh, very well-rounded, right? Mm-hmm. I'm able to adjust to the place that I'm in and I'm able to mesh with different people And I guess it's just, like, I am kind of mirror, in a sense, what Mm -hmm. everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. And the thing is, I've told you, and, like, you know, my inner group of friends know, that I'm actually a very awkward person, Mm -hmm. right? I just kind of say stuff and just kind of keep it pushing. I don't really think about it. Luckily, most times it's funny, you know? (laughs) Y'all think I'm being funny, but really I just say it because, one, I don't know what to say in a situation, or just, like, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of, like scared out my mind and which is mm-hmm. something that actually me and my brother have talked about and we both do the same thing like we just kind of say stuff and don't really think about it because our minds are racing and our mouths can't keep up <laughs> type right. situation and luckily we're just perceived as being funny right mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. really it's just like we're freaking out and don't know what to do so I would just say mm-hmm. like mirroring like I just I know how to because I had to in order to like you know have friends or order for mm-hmm. people to be nice to me i had to mirror what was going on what the other kids were doing so that i wouldn't be like you know the like the target yeah that
1: that i i never thought about that but like i do i do that sometimes but my main mask is um, kind of bubbly like mm-hmm. i do have a excited personality like it's not that like i'm just dull um, but having like the high pitch, oh my God, blah, 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 and, like all those things, like making sure that my voice is animated and that like, I do sound like I'm engaging or that I'm excited mm-hmm. or things like that. When in reality, I have a very monotone voice. Um, mm-hmm. and I compare me to my younger brother, um, cause he also has ADHD and people think he has an attitude, which is, I was always getting in trouble growing up. Um, like I will say something so straightforward, so straightforward, but mm-hmm. it can sound like it's an attitude when I'm just simply asking a question. So I would get in trouble. Um, so even in class, like in school, like I would just be asking a question or I'm just making a statement, um, correcting my name, for example, saying it very, very kindly. Just, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, and I got in trouble in school for that, like that I was talking to the teacher and I'm like, I'm not, I just said, this is how you pronounce my name. Um, but now like I'm getting to a point where I'm trying to undo those behaviors. And like, I have friends that, um, when I'm talking on the phone with like, well, one friend rather that I talk on the phone with and like, I'll just be talking. She's like, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. But (laughs) you've been so used to me trying to force that emotion. And it's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm forcing it, but to show you that I am okay or that I'm. It's happy or whatever, like I'm trying to force to show you that I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it just gets draining it to a point. And like working in customer service, I that's what I, when I really decided to start unmasking. So I'm like, honestly, I do this at work, I don't need to do this in my personal life to be having to constantly speak so excitably or,
0: yeah,
1: have animations and things like that. So that's what I'm working
0: on. Um, it's a process, but we're, we're, we're going through it. Yeah, girl. And it's especially like being an adult and being stuck in your ways, and, you know, uh, you know people and humans are creature habits. It's just like mm-hmm. picking apart these habits to try and figure out better ways to actually interact with society, interact with yourself, kind of understand what's going on. Because, like, yeah, it's tiring. And then also just, growing up and realizing like a lot of stuff I did is just because I was on level of neurodivergent mm. I'm just like but because I had to act a certain way I know now that also ties into because I'm a very over person I mm. worry very much about what I say how I say it how it's being perceived because my go-to like reaction or whatever it's just to respond and be blunt and not necessarily Mm -hmm. like but growing up I was you know told and taught that was wrong so now I'm very like anxious about how I'm perceived like when I speak about something when I say something about if what I'm doing affects the other person which I am Mm -hmm. working on it now to a sense of like I need to stop being over considerate because because I'm over considerate I think everybody else should be over considerate and when nobody else is over considerate it makes me mad so I'm just yeah. like, like, not everybody has that same mind of thinking, you know, and it's not like it's necessarily bad. It's just like, they just don't think that way. And so having to tell, remind myself, not everybody thinks like you do. And so you right. have to chill out is like, you know, a daily thing, you know, a daily struggle. Yeah, man, we're, we're gonna, we're
1: gonna, you know, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna figure it out.
0: God, we got to by um, force or by fire.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. So uh the next question. Um, do you think that the number that was listed above? And I know we said it already, but um is underreported or is inaccurate.
0: Is, or girl, yes, inaccurate, not at all. Just because again the mental stig or the negative stigma that comes with having or that comes with being neurodivergent first off is primarily within black indigenous and people of color mm-hmm. you have being on the spectrum being neurodivergent not seen as quote-unquote normal is not is a no right mm-hmm. what you see is white people who go to um who have better access right to getting treatments and whatnot are not shunned for it but like I know I've heard things growing up that like mental illness or like depression, anxiety or ADHD, all that other stuff. That's what, that's white people shit. That's uh-huh. literally like what has been said around me. So that's why I think this is definitely un- um this number is inaccurate because first off, the entire world, what I think white people are the smallest percentage of that or uh-huh. close to uh-huh. being the smallest percentage of that. So this is not an accurate taste because you know, people of color, Black people, Indigenous people, we just don't, we don't deal with that. It's seen as being weak. It's seen as not having a handle yourself and that's supposed to be bad when in reality, it's just how it is.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. To follow along that same vein. um, So I minored in psychology, as you know. Mm -hmm. But um, we just like, we looked into like the DSM-5, which is the book and, whatever, on all of the, um, all the mental illnesses that, uh, that they've discovered, not discovered, but that have come up um, in the past 40 or so years. And so for, for a long time, like really up until I would say the last 10 years,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: has been based on white boys. Yes. So ADD, like specifically ADD and ADHD has been based on white boys. And so even like, even the white girls will go into their adulthood. Cause you know, we're millennials. We're, well, we're but, or Z- the millennials, but whatever thing is called. Millennials. Mm-hmm. But millennials and Gen Z, like they're growing up and realizing, yo, <laughs> I need to get this checked out and figure out like how to navigate life. Mm-hmm.
0: But,
1: like I remember I saw this TikTok of this uh, woman, she's white and she was like, how it's Manifested in girls is completely different than how it's manifested in boys. Yep. In boys, they say that they're twitchy, they can't focus, that they're like they they're like doing all these things. They're real talking, like not talking, but they're just like they can't focus. Like you just you can visibly see them that they have ADHD. Like they have the the, the leg shaking and right playing and shifting focus and you know squirrel. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very. Um, Phys- like it's physical, like you can see it. Right. But in girls, it manifests so differently. Like when I told my mom that girls are chatty, very chatty, like to the point that they change subjects. Mm-hmm. My mommy stopped. Not not really tell me to shut up, but like she would get me to to change the subject or like focus on something else. Like when I was young, I think I was three. She would have me sing the alphabet. If like, I can't I sing alphabet, and she created this long alphabet song, so I would be. At least distracted. Right. I mean, like, five <laughs> minutes. So she can focus on what she was doing. <laughs> but like we're chatty and if you really like focus on how we process information and do work, you see how it, it jumps from like one thing to like if you were to put a girl to clean, she jumps from mm-hmm. one thing to another to the next. Like that's how it is. Our our um manifestation is more internal. And it is external. We don't really have the shapes. We don't really have the thing. Where, oh, squirrel! Like it's it's not like that. It mm-hmm. it it it's so. It seems so subtle because it's not studied. Right. And so I think in like recent years, like the past like ten years, it's being more being studied more and looked into more on how it manifests in girls. And actually, there was a student in my class last year, black girl. I was so like, oh my gosh, I actually diagnosed her. But she, she has ADHD, and they gave her her medicine for it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. wow. That wasn't like that. Exactly. It wasn't like that when I went to school, like, even 10, what, 10 years ago? Almost. We almost graduated 10 years ago. Jesus Christ.
0: Wow. <laughs> we old.
1: <laughs> I guess I could say 15 years ago then.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oof.
1: but it wasn't like that so yeah i am glad that it's growing but it still is very very behind and it lacks a lot of information
0: definitely so so do you think that like with the rise of technology and social media that we'll see an increase of neurodivergent people
1: yes and no um the reason i say yes because like how me being on just TikTok alone, how just looking into things, and I was like, okay, I should go get tested. Um, but that was me. But like you said, there are neurotypical people who also do some of the same things that neurodiverse people do. And so they may not get tested, but then they're going around claiming, oh, I have this, I have this, and it's so quirky, like <laughs> making it a personality type and it's not it's not a personality type it's not something that's fun like it's very frustrating very frustrating and sometimes
0: can be downright debilitating
1: exactly i was like when you get so overwhelmed like i can speak for me i get so overwhelmed with like let's say i need to clean and my mind is like okay i need to pull my clothes i need to clean my bathroom clean my room um do my dishes do this and that and that's a lot to a normal typical person it's like that's easy just fold the clothes, a basket a day or something like that sure that's fine but in my mind all of that is being presented I get overwhelmed and I just don't want to do it anymore
0: (laughs) exactly no I I get it (laughs) so yeah it
1: like it's frustrating because it's like I know I I'm not but my place isn't like super dirty like it's not like I have things everywhere but like it's like it's not to my liking and what I would like it to be mm-hmm. but then also because I get so overwhelmed I don't clean it
0: yeah it's a cash so, 22
1: yes and so it's just like when I hear people like oh my god oh my gosh I just I'm so chatty and blah blah, blah. and you're like I have ADHD and I'm like do you do you really have ADHD like really really because <laughs> it's 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 frustrating it's very frustrating it is um, also to note that trauma brain which is also known as ptsd
0: yeah <laughs> has a
1: lot of similarities to P- to adhd mm-hmm. a lot of similarities just for those who did
0: yeah and trauma which you know can be severe that's also a spectrum trauma like mm-hmm. you know it can be super severe to not as severe but it's still trauma and it still affects you which i think more so for me i have trauma brain is more so compared to adhd mm-hmm. but of course i am still looking for a professional because it's so hard to get tested it's really hard to get tested um but i know for sure i have depression anxiety my therapist told me that she's mm-hmm. like girl, are you, girl are you going through it i'm just like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah with everything i've been through but um yeah, because um I remember again TikTok. Okay. This girl was talking, but she has ADHD and she was trying to explain because again, like you're saying, people which I think is kind of weird that people are trying to make this trendy, you know, like, like right. this is that's really weird. That. But this girl did a whole breakdown. She was supposed to um get her passport renewed or mm. something like that, and like um, to go on a trip with her family, and she had to go do this, this, and that, and the third, and it was just, like, she was literally breaking down, because she was like, my brain just not, does not, like, work the way that I wanted to, and, like, uh-huh. she was stressing herself out, she had got an appointment, she went up to the place, she had to travel somewhere to go do it, only to get there, Um because okay, she had to ta- get her picture done, but, like, she wasn't able to get her picture done, she's like, okay, maybe I could just take it there, she gets there, for only for them to tell her your appointments tomorrow. Right. Wow. And you would think like a neurotypical person would think, Oh, thank God. You know, I Uh was just, and she is upset because she's like, I literally had to do all this and that just because like my brain doesn't work the way it should. And I'm stressing myself out and blah, 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 blah. And I felt for her, you know, Uh I've been there. I have like, you know, and it's, it's yeah. So it's not fun. It's not fun that sometimes your brain kind of just turns on you, mm-hmm. you know? And what I realized um, for me personally, which I mean, we'll kind of dial, get into that a little bit later, is that like, for me, as in when people feel more so all over the place, like, and don't do anything, it's more so like, I have my space and control. And when things get out of it, I'm raging, okay? Uh-huh. It's, like, a really deep-seated anger when people, like, mess up my routine. Uh-huh. And I noticed that from childhood, And which I'm definitely better now at, like, you know, handling and, like, blase blase, but, like, when, when you're talking about how, like, oh, cleaning, you have to jump for this, jump to that, blah, 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 blah. For me, it's, like, I need to get this one area done. And if right. I don't get this one area done, I'm gonna flip shit.
1: Uh-huh. So,
0: like, I have to go from A to B to C to D, like, and it's just like, and if it don't happen, I'm done. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm going to be bitchy the rest of the day. (laughs) That's just me. And it's like, and I try to like, you know, it's okay. You know, I try to talk myself down. Like, it's okay. Blessing is is fine. Just, you know, pick. And I I can't. And it's it's frustrating because I'm just like, it's just the smallest. It could be the smallest inconvenience. And I'm just like fucked for the rest of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's just yeah, this is this is this is I think in adulthood, I don't know if this is one of the questions before I get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. I was saying I think in adulthood it becomes more frustrating. One because we're doing a lot of stuff by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Our parents aren't there to kind of like either help care, like I have to actively remind myself of, like, let's say I have assignments or something to do at work. I have to actively, like, continue to keep it on the forefront of my brain to mm-hmm. remember that I have to do something or that I have to do this assignment or that I have to do something. Like, I, or I keep an agenda, but I don't always check the agenda because like, if it's not in my face, I'm not going to look at it. Mm-hmm. So, like, like as a kid, like, my mom, because she's a stay-at-home mom, so my mom was always like, Kimani, did you do your homework? Oh, right. <laughs> Forgot I had homework. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let me go do it, um or like you know, helping us like remember, like okay. I mean, I know that sounds really crazy. Like, why would you need to be told to clean your room? But it's, but it's like... not that I means not necessarily need to be told. And like, I would like to just focus on one thing. But then, like, let's say I have like I was doing my hair at one point, and I just have my stuff from the ba- I put it in the bathroom, and then I see my bathroom, so then I go to my bathroom. But then, I'm like, oh, let me go back to my room because I was in my room cleaning, and then try to stay focused in one area then i go to the next and i'm like oh my god
0: mm-hmm. it gets
1: frustrating <laughs> um so yeah this i don't know why people wanted to make it a personality thing either
0: yeah it's not it's not fun
1: so in a utopian society where the government actually cares about the education of our youth <laughs> do you think the teaching styles will change um or look or will they look the same and that they look different what would that look like
0: in a utopian society yes everybody will be catered to you know you'll be first off our teachers will be paid amazingly let's start there <laughs> okay <laughs> so first off we'll have enough teachers so that they can give their full time and attention to the, the kids mm-hmm. that need it and then i do believe that there would be different different um teacher styles because you know not everybody mm-hmm. learns differently and even now i i mean okay we don't live in utop- a utopian society clearly obviously um there wouldn't be any type of standardized t- testing you know mm-hmm. it would just be like okay we have like asked we have found that this is how you learn and so this is how we'll like you know teach educate and then you know give regular exams not standardized whatever so um i don't know what that would look like just because i don't know what different teaching styles would like work best for like you know um the different diagnoses but mm-hmm. I feel like if we were in that type of society, money and research would be put into that so the professionals can look into it. So yeah, because I know like for me, I don't know. Um, again, just growing up and learning, I, I maxed. Um, so I was able to, I guess, just accommodate, but I do think I would learn better one-on-one as far as like being like in a class full of other people. Like if mm-hmm. I got more attention to myself, then yeah but what about you
1: so um yeah i agree with um, this 1000 percent paying teachers way more than they um are getting now mm-hmm. uh but also yes and then what teaching styles and i to kind of go a little bit further like being trained like having teachers be trained like um i know now they have uh, you can get like a 504 certification which is just basically being able to work with um some of the neurodiverse people or uh or children rather or students who um are considered uh mentally disabled uh, mm-hmm. so but this it's not all like i said like there's some where it's it's functioning like i'm able to function in a classroom so i don't need the attention or as much attention as the person next to me but it still would like i'm not like the other person uh thankfully for me in school, like I was able to breeze by because I, I'm listening. I'm able to multitask, which is like a superpower of mine. I can multitask. Um, but I was always getting in trouble for not listening, you know? So mm-hmm. I think like with understanding that and then what also helped me, I think what helped me get through that, really, really get through that is when I took a, um, a learning style test. And mm-hmm. that helps me understand that my learning style—we can even include that in the show notes if y'all don't know your own learning style. But my learning style is visual and kinetic, and so I have to be doing something, or mm-hmm. there has to be like muscle movement for me to be able to m- remember. Like I guess muscle memory from like, oh yeah, I was I was doing that, so I I get full bl- like a full blast of what I saw or what was going on in that moment. Um, so I think having those different trainings on each different learning style not really specifically teaching style but like the different learning styles and catering to that but also um yeah i agree with you like not standardized tests it just took me just now that it's standard like it's generalized really but right. that like kind of saying okay where are your strengths like yes you can still have your strengths and like you still do reading math science and social studies whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: but making those tests just slightly different. Like if you, let's say we're, I'm talking about learning styles. Let's say you are a visual learner. So make the test like a, whatchamacallit, a um, presentation and then answer questions that way, or like a video and what happened in this, in this scene or whatever. Like there's people who can learn much, like a lot better that way than someone just talking to them or even reading a textbook.
0: Exactly. Because, baby, I'm unique. We're to Beyonce. So, like, you can't put me in a box. You know? You can't put other people in a box. And that is what society likes to do in every aspect Mm -hmm. of, like, how we function and interact. But, yeah. So, um, I know we kind of talked about it here and there. But, like, what has your experience been like, like, realizing that you are neurodivergent? Like, what was that, like, aha moment?
1: So... As I said, it started off as a joke, like, um, but it was like each time there would be like little things. I was like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> like with caffeine, um, caffeine makes make me sleepy. Didn't know that that mm-hmm. was considered a symptom of ADHD until I really looked into it. And they're like, yeah, because <laughs> the caffeine, like it, even though your heart is racing, something happens in your brain where it calms you down. And so In then Europe. you're up getting sleepy. So if I need to focus, like really focus, and I feel like I'm all over the place, I will drink caffeine. Yes, it will make me tired, but I can also focus on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helps that and sometimes, sometimes, but I don't like drinking coffee all the day. Because like I said, I'm a sleep lover. And if I need to get my rest, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> Um, but like since realizing and learning, it's it's only been a year um, since I like really took the route of getting tested, and I guess it's more for me. It's more accepting, like once I realized this is what it is. Especially like with having like social anxiety, I now don't go to the shop to the stores in the middle of the day. Um, that's what I did growing up my mom would take us to the store we'd be in the store for hours
0: Mm.
1: like grocery shopping and I would get like I would get irritated like to put my mom's like you can't be around people and just being irritated. I'm like if they don't know how to drive the damn cart then I don't (laughs) tell you (laughs) it's it's the right side for a reason we live in America (laughs) stay on the right side of the aisle I don't understand (laughs) I would get so irritated that I would get headaches. Like I would beat, we would go home. I would just have to lay down because I'm just like, I was so overwhelmed. But I learned that I was just overstimulated. Like there's people, mm-hmm. there's children crying. The lights are bright as hell. <laughs> there's people ramming their carts into my cart. People don't know how to drive their cart. My mom was trying to get me to do other things. There's a lot of people around. Like it's, it was just so much that I was overstimulated. So now I go at like nine o'clock at night because um, I can't even go at 7 because people still go at 7 <laughs> I thought that was a good time but people still go at 7 so I go at like 9 or 10 o'clock at night because no one's really there like there are people in the store but it's not a lot of people and I get my grocery shopping done that way so that's like it's like once real- I realized it and learned it it's helped me really navigate um, through life like I don't have to force myself to go to the store in the middle of the day because I know I have social anxiety and I might have a panic attack. They might have to pick me up off this ground. So let me go at a, like a less um, populated time. And then um, with having ADHD, I just, I try to make lists that are visual to me Mm -hmm. where I can see it. And like, but I also have to like actively like check it. Like if I'm in the process of it, don't, don't do anything. Like, once I grab my phone, if anything happens, I'm done. Like, I'm out, I'm out of sync. I'm out of the flow of it. And I might not do it for another two, three days. Um, so, like, in knowing that, that's what I do. It's so like, I try to remove all distractions from myself. I'll put my headphones on. And I'll put like a couple of podcasts just to, um, I not know just podcast. Like, I'll put the, the TV on or something like that, that. I can just focus on one thing. And I'm doing other things. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I've helped. I've not, not really helped, but, like, how I've shifted. And so, I would say for me, it was, like, it's more positive. It does get upsetting sometimes, um, and I would like to be medicated at times, but also I don't want to be dependent on the medicine. Yeah. And so, I that's why I'm seeking other avenues of how to navigate, so I don't need to be dependent. And like I said, I'm not opposed to being medicated at all. Right. But I want to be able to develop these habits and develop the habits so that way when I am not on medication, I can still function.
0: hmm I agree. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of things you said, like, definitely ring true, especially for Black women. So what I... No, especially um specifically, in like doing my own research for like black women, and how you know this presents is the irritation, like you're saying, mm. because mm. me as a child, too, like we would go to places like you know, example number one, Nigerian parties, you know, we party from dusk to dawn, right? It's
1: overwhelming. And-
0: Many do. I'm sorry. Yeah, as a kid, I was just like you know, beginning of it, I was cool, whatever you know, it was with my friends. But after a certain point, you know, uh-huh. I'm just like, okay, this is a lot, right? And it would start presenting as irritation, and I'd be like, you mm. know, and my mama was like, stop acting like that, you know, uh-huh. or like you said, we would go to the store, we would go run errands, and I'm just like there is too much going on right now and I cannot handle it. And so I would get angry. <laughs> I was, uh-huh. I was, I was an aggressive little child and like um my peers, like, you know, close friends at the time were like, why are you so aggressive? Da-da-da-da-da. Right. And now I'm realizing that that was just like my anxiety manif- manifesting, you know, uh-huh. that I was just, I was overwhelmed. And like, growing up to I just I never really liked to be in overcrowded places and of course I would go so that also ties into like the masking situation because mm-hmm. everybody else was going to these crowded places I felt that I had to go you know I didn't like want to miss out I wanted to be with my friends I wanted to be doing stuff so like FOMO <laughs> mm-hmm. um and whatnot even though I just it was exhausting to say the least and um also with the coffee thing, my freshman year, girl, I was drinking coffee to go to bed. You know, like, and, you know, everybody else was drinking coffee to stay awake. I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm drinking, mm-hmm. I get a cup of coffee. And I didn't realize that until later on that they're like, yeah, coffee, um, if coffee is a depressant for you, mm-hmm. you might have ADHD. I was just like, no, nah, you lying. <laughs> like, you're lying because even now I drink coffee to relax me. I don't drink mm-hmm. it to focus. I just, like, ooh, like an iced coffee? Yes. Right? Yeah, for sure. Like, or, like, my mom would make coffee. And I'm just like, ooh, my God. I'm going to relax, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was also, like, a thing. And so um, another thing that I realized more so later on in life, um, I I'm pretty sure I did it as a child, but I don't really remember, but now is that I hyperfixate. And Girl, same i (laughs) yes
1: on the wrong things too (laughs) and
0: see and the thing is for me is like i hyper fixate on the things that like genuinely like interest me or like Mm -hmm. some more so like again i'm a reader i love to read and so like when i'm reading a book and i really love a book I'm just like now I have to fixate on the book and the author, right? Mm-hmm. And so now I do a deep dive. And like not to my like, not on like Starker level shit, but like, you know, I researched the author. I'm like, oh my God, what inspired you to like write right. the book? Like, what is your mm-hmm. past life like? Like, what other books have you written? Have you written like short stories? Have you done this? And like one of my favorite books right now is The Sunbear Trials by Aiden Thomas. And mm-hmm. they have like, um, just give a quick synopsis on the book. It's kind of like emerge between um um percy jackson and the hunger games right
1: that
0: and so that book has trading cards and so i was like what and so i'm all up and down this author's instagram going to their page i'm like are y'all gonna sell more and i'm just trying to just do so much research and so like that's what I'll do and I, I'll either hyper fixate for like a few days or it'll be months at a time right okay. and so right now I'm not hyper okay actually I'm lying I am hyper fixating um <laughs> I am hyper fixating on one author I'm actually rereading the books right now like and so that's typically what I hyperfix it on. Like, I don't remember if I did anything else as a child, but now if it an author, I'm trying to find out everything about you legally, of course, legally. I don't, right, right. I don't cross the line into stalker, but I need to know what inspired you because you made a work of art that has like deeply changed me, mm-hmm. like has altered my ba- brain chemistry. And I need to know why and how, and you know, all that. So that's mm-hmm. something I realized as an adult, like I hyperfixate like really bad, and like when I read, I will just zone out like really bad, and just be it'll be hours or like a whole day, and I'm like, shit, what happened? Yep. Like it's like I yep. blacked out. Yep. So um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know my. Uh, so like, I also hyperfixate, and like I said, it's on the wrong things at the. Wrong, I'm more like not raw, wrong things, but it's the wrong time. Like I wish, like you know how parents, how like when you be like, oh, like I said earlier. Said, oh, I'm depressed, go to Presto Sheets or something like that. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'd like, be telling myself like I hyper-fixate, but I'm like, bro, you could be hyper-fixating when I was in school on this homework <laughs> or on mm-hmm. this textbook. Like <laughs> you could be hyper-fixating on that. But I, I hyper-fixate, like, on I don't know if I showed you when we were planning to go to Paris my outfits. Like I plan everything down to a T. So I will spend hours I think more so my part of it is is traveling and Mm -hmm. so like I like to excuse me plan outfits so I'll go on like let's say I at the time was she in but we're gonna cancel Mm right now right now it's fashion nova but like I'll go on fashion nova and I'm like okay this is the, the activity that we're doing. Okay, cool. And then I'll probably go to Pinterest and look up some like outfit ideas of mm-hmm. what someone wore for that, uh, for uh, that activity. And then I'll go to like Fashion Nova or whatever to look for something similar to that, that I think would look good on me. And then I'll like say it's a top. So I have to find a bottom. So I go to the bottoms and I look at the bottoms and I like, I take pictures of them. So I screenshot it and I put it in a notes app. Mm -hmm. and then not only that I also have to do a makeup look because that's what brings it all together so I have to go look (laughs) for a makeup look that I will look cute and if I let's say I want to wear a wig now I got to find a wig or a wig style that's going to look good with all of the like if I'm there for a week I have to that's all going to go with all the outfits that I have so I have to go look at a wig and so Mm -hmm. then it's like I hyper fixate on that like I'm right now planning the, um, my family trip for next year. It's like a family reunion trip to Disney World. And when I tell you hours, spending hours on YouTube, <laughs> looking up like different rides, different like little hacks and things like that, um, like spending hours planning activities, planning the itinerary, like hours blessing. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was thankfully at the time I was unemployed. And so it, it was fine. It was something for me to keep my mind off of, being unemployed um but -hmm. that's my hyper fixation and I think so I think right now it's traveling um but at a point it was like y'all don't please don't flame me for this but it was mermaids (laughs) 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 so for I would probably say months, like, you know, if they had like a mermaid sighting, like you go on YouTube, you know, we just spent hours on damn YouTube, like just,
0: yeah, ooh, whatever. Rabbit hole.
1: the times, the days, but I would spend hours like, okay, this is real, this is a real mermaid sighting, and then I would look into like, what, like, how different cultures, because I'm like, there's no way that all these cultures before the internet decided that there was a mermaid, they have to be real, so then I would look into different cultures, and like how they depicted a mermaid. And then I would like, it was, it was bad. Like, it was like, I feel like a real nerd, which is fine. I don't judge myself now. But at the time I was like, I can't be telling anybody that yes. <laughs> I'd be looking at some mermaids. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, like you said, things that interest you, like I hyper fixate on it. And it's, like I said, it's the wrong thing or not the wrong thing, but at the wrong time when mm-hmm. I could be doing other things. Or spending my time doing other things and it just i don't know i think it's a superpower of ours like just you just you get as much information as you can and it's a fun fact like that's mm-hmm. what i also used to do like i used to spew so many facts and i used to hate doing it but now i don't care like i'm like oh did you know mm-hmm. this and did you know that and did you know that and did you know that and yeah so yeah
0: yeah no I'm, i agree that's my
1: superpower I am a jar full of random
0: things, okay? Same, because like you (laughs) said, like I mainly have perfect take on books and authors, but when I find something interesting, it'll be the most random thing. I have to do a deep dive. Like I have to find out more. And so like, again, I don't want to say it's weird knowledge, but I'll just have random information about things. It's like, and people be like, why do you know that? I'm just like, (laughs) man, I can't even tell you, okay? (laughs) it just happened you know it,
1: right mm-hmm. I was curious one day no mm-hmm. speaking of do you like if you're watching something and you see someone on there that you've seen before like you're, you've you seen an actor on there that you've seen before mm-hmm. do you pause the, the whether it's a movie or a show do you pause it and see where you know them from
0: <laughs> yeah if, yes if I can't ima- off the top of my head you know pinpoint where I seen them from I have to stop and I have to look and look at the cast I'm like okay they're this person where mm-hmm. ha- what have they been in and yep. like it's just like I have I to know. know right then and there because right. it's gonna piss me off if right. I don't know right so
1: I, keep I, bugging I, me. I really oh my gosh and I forgot about another hyper fix it sorry mm-hmm. to not deviate going back to the celebrities yes it'll bother it'll bother me if I don't um look it up like i try to let it slide like i'm like oh they look real familiar keep watching but it'll get to a point where i'm like your face is gonna piss me off
0: <laughs> exactly because i'm like where do i know you from i know you
1: from somewhere i have to look into it so now i'm out on imdb looking into mm-hmm. the whole biography but what i was saying another thing i hyper fixate on are movies like especially if they're like and anal- if, if they're if i can analyze them like nope mm-hmm. But the, the Reddit I was in Reddit. All up on Reddit's the theories. I was on TikTok about the theories. Like if there's a theory attached to it or if there's like something I can analyze. hmm I, I I I get really for like probably a week after watching the movie, like I'll start to like every day look into something about it. Like, like oh my god, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh.
0: That's me and, with Marvel movies.
1: Yeah. And um again y'all don't think I'm crazy I mean I might be a little bit but (laughs) like Saw is one of my favorite horror movies because of like how the plot played out and then just the end if y'all haven't seen it go watch it it's old you might as well have watched it but (laughs) the end I had chills and I like I think I rewatched it three four days after that because I was like yo this is beautifully done but mm-hmm. I analyze movies, and I'm like, now I'm thinking like that's another thing I hyperfixate on. Like it's, I thought it was like a quirky thing. Like, oh, I'm an anal- movie anal- anal- analysis analyst, movie mm-hmm. analyst. But in reality, if again, if it interests me, I'm going to 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 be lost in the sauce.
0: <laughs> I have not heard that in a long time. Lost in the sauce.
1: <laughs> So last question, um, do you interact or perceive the world differently?
0: Uh, yes. Now I do. Um, We're realizing that I, I am neurodivergent. Um, I think, like, so the first time I went to therapy, it really helped me realize, like, one, I, I have social anxiety, which I kind of knew on a base level, but mm-hmm. could never really, like, you know, I can't diagnose myself. So. Right being told yes you have social anxiety yes you have anxiety yes you have um, depression or have had depression bouts of depression and whatnot it's just like one I'm able to I've always thought of myself like as a kind person but like now I'm just like it's more of like a deep understanding when interacting with other people you know because I'm just like you don't know what anybody's going through right and you don't know if it's because of a external factor or an internal factor right and so like even like on a base level like with my niece I think my niece might have ADHD and so I, I-
1: I'm there with you
0: yeah and I try to be like um more cognizant of that because I'm mm-hmm. just like her brain don't work like me even if she's like a child you know mm-hmm. her brain don't work like me her brain works differently and so sometimes like I'm just like, girl, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Da, 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 da. Like, why can't you just do this? And I have to like remember, like, one, she's eight, let's start mm-hmm. there. <laughs> okay, she's eight, and so two, she has shown signs of possibly having ADHD, as in for like little black girls, mm-hmm. and so because of that, I interact a different way, I come approach things a little bit softer because, especially with what well, I can speak for like being nigerian in the black community like we don't like have give have time for bullshit like my mom was like what you crying for Or why aren't you doing this like it's you know hard and straight right because she's trying to make sure she's raising like the best kids but -hmm. sometimes you need a gentle touch so i try to be better and like when i interact with her you know whenever i ask her a question i give her time to think about what she needs to like to respond whereas when i was a child i need to respond right then and there you know, yeah. so I try to give her time to formulate her, you know, answers. I, whenever she's, like, talking about something, she talks really fast. And then she stumbles over <laughs> her word. And I'm like, okay, baby, slow <laughs> down. You know, I remind her, I'm like, you don't have to get all out. I'm just like, okay, slow down. And she takes a break, she pauses, and she's like, okay. And then she gets it all out. So- i laughing
1: because that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so
0: for that, um, So I interact with the world a little bit, I would say better, because I have a deeper understanding how, like, you know, these, um, how neurodivergency can, like, possibly appear in other people, because past me, ignorant me might have just been like, what the fuck? Like, why are you doing this, you know? And not necessarily been kind about it, but now I am more so kinder about it and more understanding, and, you know, I take a step back and be like, you know, what could be going on, right? Mm -hmm. Given the situation or the person, the benefit of a doubt. So that's kind of how I um, interact or perceive the world differently now.
1: I like that. That's good. Kind of coming to like a real, like not an, a relationship but like an understanding and like a an more empathetic and sympathetic. Um, yeah.
0: Look. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So for me, I don't know if I necessarily perceive the world differently, but I definitely interact with it differently. Like I said, I go to the store. Um like i adjust myself um mm-hmm. it's gotten to a point well not to a point but like before uh like you said like you wanted to blend in but at a point that blending in got so draining so draining that it was just like you know i'm gonna just be a loner. which i thank god i discovered it in high school because I had me, it was me and my best, my high school best friend, like, we were, I was fine with that, like, I'm fine with just saying I had one friend in Mm -hmm. high school, that, like, I'm cool on that, like, (laughs) one, all the drama, people were crazy, I could not do, Mm -hmm. but two, it was like, that was, like, a genuine friendship, or it is, it still is, but at the time, was a genuine friendship um, that I haven't had, that I felt like I could be. Oh, I get so emotional with this, but <laughs> I felt like I could be one thousand percent myself, like a thousand percent. That's why I have y'all, like everyone, like I have her, I have y'all. I can be myself and not have to mask. But she was the first person that made me or helped me realize I don't have to mask. I don't mm-hmm. have to force myself to be joyous. Like if I, like I do get excited, but I don't show it in the way normal people show it. Like I don't get, oh my god. I'm like that's not me like I'm like yes mm-hmm. I'm excited like I'm glad we're going <laughs> like, it's
0: just you know my face is my face <laughs>
1: yeah and I'm not like I, I'm I'm not an expressive like when I well I guess when I'm angry I'm angry when I'm sad I'm sad but mm-hmm. as far as like being excited it's not for me that's overly excited that might be a normal thing but that's more than I, I'm wanting to do like I just say like, oh yeah I'm happy to see you I'm excited to see you mm-hmm. um but you know, she made it easy for me just to be me. And, um, and then, like, also now knowing uh, that I have ADHD, it's helped me also just really just unmask a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, where I'm just, like, like I, even now I'm, oh, I didn't realize how much difference my voice, besides the point. But, like, even now, like, while we're talking on this podcast, I'm more in, like, a mellow mellotone, mm-hmm. not really monotone but mellotone. Because so yeah. that's just how i am like i'm not someone who's overly excited or who is really bubbly and like oh my god i like this and da, da, da. that's not me and so i've adjusted in that where i'm like i'm fully accepting like this is who i am um those who love me will accept me as such and they'll understand that i'm i'm showing them me like I'm showing them the real me I'm um who I was before it's not to say that it wasn't me but it wasn't a hundred percent me and you know now and even like my family members they're like what's well my mom will be like what's wrong like nothing's wrong just talking (laughs) um but also I guess another way I like I like having people um what is the word it's not i like feeling seen like i have um one of our friends that uh, we are got kind of both movie fanatics and to the point that like we'll deep dive into the movie like we'll watch it and we'll kind of have the same like thinking like oh my god like we'll we'll make the same face and like we'll we'll talk after the movie <laughs> we'll talk after but like a lot of the things that are happy like we'll catch so I like feeling seen and like feeling like um I'm not quote unquote weird for doing things like that or like for um just being alone like you, they might not see me as weird but like just being alone in that so actually having those people in my life but yeah it's just like being seen like it makes me feel really loved and that there are other people that kind of navigate the world not 100% the same way that I do but in certain ways I do like you just said with hyperfixation like I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> this is someone else that like has verbalized that they hyperfixate as well like I I know I've heard that in terms I heard it on TikTok and blah, blah blah but like to have it so close to home and have someone else else's like understands my feeling when I say like I I plan things. So if once I start to plan, I get into it and I start really planning it. Um, like So someone who understands why I do what I do. It can be frustrating at times, but I think me now knowing, it's making me, one, love myself more and being more um, gracious to myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because one, it's like you can't do everything. At, you can't not do everything at once, but you can't do everything and, you know, take yourself, like, see yourself where you're at, and be comfortable within yourself, like, y- you don't have to be bubbly, you can be your melatonic self, melatonic self, um, you don't have to, you can clean, like, little by little, you can, like, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, <laughs> like, you, you're you're judging yourself and comparing yourself to Typical people, like neurotypical people, when that's not who you are, you're on a completely different spectrum. And I don't mean that, like, not pun intended, but like, you know, like when it's like different level. Mm-hmm. But like, you just operate differently than a neurotypical person. So when you compare yourself to a neurotypical person, you're going to fall short every time. But if you understand, this is like just me t- talking to myself, but like, if you understand where you're at and giving yourself that grace, you'll be fine and so yeah that's that's how I navigate or interact and perceive the world
0: yeah and so to um wrap that up is what I think was Einstein who said it if you judge a fish by how it climbs a tree it'll live its life thinking it's stupid or something like that right so is exactly so you can't just try to measure up to other people or st- or what society thinks that you should measure up to you are who you are and so um, if you have the access and resources to get tested if you feel that you're neurodivergent please do so because then you can just walk through life a little bit easier and then um, if you need to be on medication which is not a bad thing I highly recommend it just because if that can help you live a life that's more manageable and not debilitating do it you know we need to get away from the negative stigma of like, you know, one, that being neurodivergent is bad. And two, if you are neurodivergent, taking medicine for it is equally or more so bad. It's not, you know, it's some things you can't help. And then that's why we have medicine. That's why we have doctors in order to help us live our lives. So, yes. But um, so, yeah, we did this episode in honor of, um, is Autism Awareness Month mm-hmm. and so we thought we would bring, you know, or highlight neurodivergency, especially as it comes to, like, you know, the Black community, especially Black women and then people of color and whatnot and just give y'all numbers, our personal experiences and all that jazz. But um <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, Kay.
1: Yeah, a great talk. I really like, this is really, really good. Like, I Yeah, this is really good. We
0: gotta do more episode like this. Yes, I like, you know, breaking down stigmas, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an extension of breaking generational curses, which is Mm -hmm. what I'm here for. And so I'm looking forward to future episodes with you. Yes. Yes. Um, Do you want to do your T-Rex or do you want me to
1: do my T-Rex?
0: Yes, yeah, so let's get into T Rex. Um, oh, that's funny, T Rex. Anyways, so our tea recommendations. So my tea recommendation is actually dandelion root tea. Um, it has a lot of health benefits. Don't ask mm-hmm. me right now off the top of my head. I don't remember.
1: I can listen. List Ooh, one.
0: go ahead. I can
1: list one, ladies, ladies, if you have hellish cramps, it helps so much with there your period. Go. Drink it throughout when the day, like the day before you start, the day you're on it, and the day after. I promise you'll be like, Oh my gosh, I forgot I'm even on my period. Look. That's why I drink it.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I have um, what's it called? I have some, it tastes great. I also know that it um is like an alternative to like coffee. So, if you don't want like caffeine or whatnot, Dan Light Routine is like um, a good benefit. Um, I do know. Aside from, like, I don't remember all the other benefits, but I know it's like anti microbial, antifungal, mm-hmm. antioxidants, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's some more anti stuff in there. But, you know, again, don't iron. ask me the top of my head. I don't know. I don't remember.
1: <laughs> it also has a good source of, like, not full iron, but it helps with, like, people who are anemic.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, oh, one more thing I do remember. I do remember it helps with regulating your blood sugar. So. Mm-hmm. I remember that um but yeah so that is my tea recommendation uh what is yours Kay?
1: so mine is a little bit fun a lot fun but it's like i don't know i like dandelion root tea it's good but um mine is chai so chai tea and i know y'all like you just said caffeine makes you sleepy (laughs) but chai with like a splash of vanilla and then some honey and like i do oats like the cream that you get like that you put in coffee because i don't drink mm-hmm. milk but like put a little bit of that in there and like oh lord and ha- it's warm and you just sit and go to sleep i will be knocked out <laughs> <laughs> so it's very soothing to me but i think it's also really good uh, great taste great tasting good what am i trying to say it's very flavorful mm, okay yes <laughs> it's very flavorful and it's it's really really good I like the taste of the chai because I like like spiced drinks um and so it has like that cinnamony nutmeg taste to it and then like the, the touch of like vanilla and the oats cream because I use oat milk cream and it just it's it's real good
0: I may have to try your combination because typically I don't like chai tea. It kind of be taking me out. You know, I don't like spiced drinks, Mm -hmm. but I will try your recommendation as far as like how to take it and whatnot. When you say taking
1: you out, you mean like it knocks you out?
0: (laughs) Or the taste itself. Like I taste it and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, I can do like, you know, turmeric tea Mm -hmm. or like anything else. But like when it comes to chai, I'm just like, (laughs) We, we like, you know, no, it don't, I don't yeah. agree. We don't agree.
1: I will say the first time I had it, <laughs> I was living in Madeira. Now, like it was before, no, it was after uh, we were roommates, mm-hmm. but, um, I was drinking it and like, typically I can know, I know when there's caffeine in my drink or just caffeine in general. Um, cause my ex tried to trick me and say that he espresso candy balls, the little chocolate balls didn't have espresso Mm -hmm. in it but when it hit me I was like there's caffeine in here besides (laughs) the point I typically know when there's caffeine in my stuff like I was halfway through not even halfway like not even halfway maybe like a fourth of the way through and I feel it I'm like oh ooh, there's caffeine in here thankfully I well I had class in the evening but I went to sleep and took a nap and then I went Mm -hmm. to class but yeah, no chai is very high in caffeine. Keep that noted. Um, okay. So if you, I would just recommend drinking it at night if you are typically someone who gets affected by caffeine by, make, by making you sleepy mm-hmm. or even just more relaxed. So not having anything on your schedule. Um, but if you want to get real wired, also chai tea. <laughs>
0: Gotcha. I will take that right before bed, <laughs> and then okay. So we gonna move into our book recommendations. This is my favorite part, as you know. <laughs> so my book recommendation is called "Take a Hint," Danny Brown by Talia Hibbert. So this is actually um, the second book in the series. It's the Brown Sisters um, trilogy, and so the reason why I picked this book is that um, the main character, the male main character, actually deals um with like anxiety and he's dealing with past trauma so he kind of has trauma brain as well so that's why oh. i kind of picked it um it, it kind of fits the theme somewhat um this is a romance book it's adult so if there are any people who are under the age of 18 listening to this do not read this book until you turn 18 okay um and then to my people who usually look, um read fluff um this has spice okay so is it
1: smut smut or is it just little I mean it's
0: not smut heavy like but there's okay. smut <laughs> Okay. I would say like on a scale of like 1 to 5 I would give this like a a 3.5. However, okay. I, I am a, a little bit biased. I anyways anyways. Read any trigger warnings content warnings cuz there is trigger warnings content warnings.
1: Okay. Um
0: and then, yeah, but I wouldn't say it's super bad, you know. It doesn't really happen until like fifty percent. So, okay, yeah. But take a take a, um, a read of that if you want to talk about it. Slide in my DMs. I love talking about these books. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, yeah. so what is your rec, Kaylani?
1: So my recommendation um, is called "Cam: The Shadow Within" by Howard Peters and Michael Peterson. Um, it is a Caribbean folklore and I love 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 folklore as you heard I did a whole deep dive on mermaids <laughs> but um this is more like a young adult it's also really good just to read as an adult but like it's for everybody um it's about a teen who um grew up hearing the superstitions um about like jumbies, which jumbies I think are the same as I have no idea how to explain that oh my gosh they're not really i guess like a trickster
0: mm-hmm.
1: like um you know how like in uh african folklore how um what is his name it uh, and, no the other one with the a the spider one uh
0: oh oh um oh, uh,
1: Anna, Anna.
0: no see now i have to look it up why did you do this to me <laughs> It's, like, oh, Anansi, so like, Anansi?
1: Anansi, that's exactly who it okay, is. Okay, I didn't even look
0: it up. Oh, I'm so proud of myself.
1: <laughs> I was like, it's Anna somebody. But, yeah, like, it's, like, like they're, like, tricksters. Like, um, but they're spirits. So they're not gods. They're spirits. But they're spirit tricksters. Anyways, this Jumbi is helping him. Um, He develops this, these powers um, by way of the Jumbi and, like, a medallion that he has. And they have to, like, undergo these trials um with other youth that also have these superpowers or like that that are essentially demigods in a way um like you have people that are essentially sirens there's another there's other terms for it but that are sirens and in doing like once he gets access to it he sees all the things that he's heard about so he sees the jumbies he sees the um skinwalkers he sees the um what are they called the moonwalkers um, just like it's all Caribbean folklore story tale. And it's really good. I finished it in a day. Um, and yeah, I will say it's also by my family, my cousins. But they did they did so well. There's two books, but this first book, ten out of ten.
0: That's what you gotta do. Put your family on, put your people on. But yes, people. So we have reached the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in.
1: Yes. Um. Be sure to leave us reviews. Um. You know, five stars.
0: Exactly. We're
1: we're just worth all five. I just.
0: You know, if there could be six stars, you know. Whatever.
1: (laughs) 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 But yeah, just rate and review. Um. Share with your peoples. Yes. And we look forward to um, being in you guys' ears next month.
0: Exactly. So make sure if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe, download our podcast. And then also make sure to follow us on our social medias. We have our podcast main Instagram page. And then we also have our personal Instagram and Twitter accounts that you can follow us on. Uh, If you have any suggestions, feel free to slide in our DMs or email us.
1: (laughs) Right. The email will also be in the show notes.
0: Yep. But other than that,
1: it was great
0: speaking with you, friend. Let's do this again next month. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.